distraction city during one of your preps again. Oh, there's the intercom with another code blue. Hey, Mrs. Johnson, can I come in and work on this today? Or maybe it's your teacher bestie popping in again. Or behaviors leaving your brain feeling super frazzled and completely fried. Y'all, enough is enough. I've been here multiple times. I get it. But it is super important that you start to take control of this so that you can leave the work at work and stop thinking about school when you go home at night. So today we're going to chat about three ways to combat those internal struggles, like being distracted from all the behaviors, and three ways to get rid of those external struggles, like that dreaded email always calling your name. This is my kryptonite, you guys. I cannot wait, and I hope you're able to find some useful tips in this episode. Hey, Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're going to find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in. Hey friend, do you want to turn your most inefficient and distracted prep into your most focused? Roberta and I are ready to do this with you on a 25-minute Zoom call. We will get all the details from you as to what internal and external distractions are keeping you from getting work done to the work that you should actually be getting done. We will come up with a plan for you after our call and make it super easy to follow through with every day so that you can leave your work where it's meant to be on your desk, at school, and out of sight when you go home for the day. Need accountability to follow through with this plan? We got you. We'll get to hop on another short 25-minute call or less with us so that we can make sure that you've been staying on plan as much as possible. Let's do this now so you can have your evenings back as quick as possible this school year. You deserve to go home to your families each night without being bogged down by the worries of school. Go to bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching to sign up for a coaching call now. That's bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Okay, so let's go back to my first year of teaching here for a second because I was the hottest mess you have ever seen in your life out of a first year teacher. And, you know, I I accept that 
because I was a first year teacher. But you guys, some of you are going through what I went through in my first year now because you are so burnt out and you are so stressed out and you're just so far gone that you don't know how to fix it. So even if you're not there and you're just a little distracted during prep and you're like, you know, I would like to get it under control. Like this is, this episode is for all of you, whoever you are. Okay. So my first year of teaching, I remember <laughs> I could not focus during my prep because of all of the internal things I had going on so much. I I thought I was a terrible teacher. I had so many different classes that I had to teach that it was so overwhelming for me. And I didn't have the coping strategies to be able to like compartmentalize them all and just work on one thing at a time. And so I was just, my brain was all over the place all the time. I would literally the first like month of school, I would cry on my way into work. I would cry on my way home from work. I would cry during my prep. This consisted, this took up most of my day, like just crying. I was just, I was a mess. And you guys, if this is, if you're, I'm not saying it's not okay to cry, but I mean like for a month straight, at least I was crying all the time. And even towards the end of the year, it would happen. I'd call my mom and I'd be like, I don't think I could do this. So if this is you or not even the crying, but you're just distracted and you're like, I don't know what to do during my prep, but there's so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. I just don't even know what to do anymore. You guys stick around. This is for you. Okay. So the first thing we're going to talk about is internal struggles. So we're going to kind of separate it internal and external. My first year of teaching, I really didn't have any external struggles at all. Like mine was all internal. And like I said, I had no, I kind of, I kind of brought all of my issues from elementary school, high school, college, and I brought them into teaching. Like I didn't have any of these coping strategies. You guys, I didn't learn any of this stuff until I was an adult. And I'm like, gosh, this would have been so freaking nice to have when I was younger. Uh, but so that's why it's so exciting to learn about it now and be able to teach it to my kids at home and in the classroom too. Like I sprinkle it in here and there. Like I see them, I see myself in them and I'm like, oh no, no, there's a much better way to do this. So, <laughs> all right. So internal struggles like mental exhaustion from those 10,000 decisions that we have to make in a day. You guys, I have heard, I've said this before, but I've heard that we make more decisions in a day than a brain surgeon does. This is this is concerning to me because brain surgeons get paid a hell of a lot more than we do, right? Um, okay, so maybe your boss is driving you crazy and it's just like eating away at your soul. Maybe you're worried about student learning or how you're going to get everything done at home tonight when you go home. Maybe you're worried about those behaviors in the classroom that are like completely draining you. So these are all internal things that are going on that distract you from being the best you that you can be and also distract you from focusing on your work. There is a better way to deal with them than to bottle it all up like I used to do or to sit there and cry your entire <laughs> So number one, 
take the first few minutes of your planning period and focus on some deep breathing. I was super guilty of the moment that bell rang. I was like, I had to make use of every single second that I have to try and get stuff done. And then all that did was fry me out even more because I... I, w- I just like kept going and there was no break. There was no like, okay, let's, let's actually figure out what you have to do first. Let's actually take a second and just be calm. And, you know, when you're breathing or when you're not breathing, your nervous system is on high alert. So maybe you get to your prep and you're like, oh my gosh, I've been dealing with all these behaviors and I'm just like, I'm just like way up here. So those deep breaths really help tell your nervous system, your body that you're okay and it can calm the F down. So taking those first few minutes, depending on how stressful your day has been up to that point, maybe it's two minutes, maybe it's five minutes, maybe you need 10 minutes of breathing and meditating. Um, Guided meditations are great too. We talk about that a lot on here. So just give yourself the permission to just breathe and just be calm the first couple minutes of prep. I promise it is going to make the rest of your prep go so much smoother. Okay, number two, if this helps the breathing, if the breathing helps, but you're still a bit off, you may need to actually get whatever is inside of you out by journaling. So I want you to start with this question. What is bothering me right now? Super simple question, right? But when we take the time to get all our feelings out on paper, not not caring about what actually comes out, maybe you get a lot of swear words out and that helps you. You guys, that helps me a lot when I journal. I am a swearer at nature. I keep it controlled in the classroom and for the most part around my own kids at home. But I... Like I, I have to swear in order to get my anger out. <laughs> so, um, getting those swear words out on paper and then knowing that you can just like crumple it up and maybe take it home and burn it later, <laughs> um, or like rip it into little shreds, whatever, just write it out, get all your feelings out. What is bothering me right now? And then you just keep going deeper with why is this bothering me? And then you journal again and then but why is this bothering me? And then you journal it out again. So this really helps get to the root of the problem. And then once you're there, you can give yourself an action step. So you're not just like sitting in the feelings at the very end. You have to figure out like once you're at that very root, then you're like, okay, well, what is one action step that I could do so that I stop thinking about this? So Let's use behaviors for an example. Maybe you have this kid in your class that is absolutely driving you crazy. And it's just like eating away at your soul. So get out the journal. What is bothering me right now? And it's this kid's behavior. Like it doesn't matter what you've tried or um, how their day has been going. It's just been like this kid has been off the walls and you just, you can't, you don't know what to do, right? So why is it bothering you? Well, it's interrupting your teaching. It's interrupting your class. Okay. But why is that bothering you? And then you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then maybe you finally get to the root and you're like, okay, 
I'm here. This is why it's bothering me so much. And then you come up with an action step. Okay. Now you're at a point where you can actually think and you're like, okay, what are the things that I have tried with this student that have not worked? What are some things that I have not tried yet? Or maybe you don't know. And maybe you need to go to another teacher and say, hey, I am super struggling right now and I need help with this kid and I don't know what to do. And I've tried this and this and this and it hasn't helped. Um, You know, sometimes you guys, it's as simple as they need to be walking around in the back of your room with a fidget toy, not bothering anybody. And that's just something that you haven't thought of yet because you've been so far in it for so long that you just can't think of the right thing to do next. Sometimes it is that simple and journaling it out, getting deeper, getting to the root that can really help. Now that's just one example, but you know, do this for whatever is bothering you. All right. Number three, still not feeling it after that. And, um, maybe you are a person who you know, you've tried these things in the past and you're like, nope, I know that those are not going to help me right now. I'm, I'm too far gone. You might need to just go get your energy out. So maybe you need to go walk around, uh, like do, maybe you need something stronger than a walk, like a quick little lifting session, the gym, which most of you have, if you're in the high school, right? You probably have a weight room, uh, or go for a really quick run, like get that heart rate up really quick and like complete that stress cycle. Uh, When we have all this pent up energy inside us, we need to release it somehow. So if you're that kind of person, you might just need to do that. And then after the five or 10 minutes of your prep, the first five or 10 minutes, if you've tried one of those strategies, usually you're good. You can get your focus back. You can get your, uh, just like it's, it's so much easier To be able to sit down, look at your to-do list. Okay, what do I have to do for tomorrow now? Or if you don't have that to-do list done, I highly suggest having that done before you leave for the day so that when you get to your prep, you know exactly what to do. Um, But if you don't have it done yet, you can sit down and actually think and breathe and focus and, and not be distracted. All right, let's move on to external distractions because... This happens far too often. <laughs> um, like I said, mine, my external distraction is email. That is mine. But I, I, most of you that I've talked to, you're like, oh no, email is not my distraction. It's getting up and going to the copier or the mailroom or the teacher's lounge and distracting myself with like hanging out with people or talking with people or maybe over complaining. Like if you've already went and complained to somebody, are you going to multiple people and wasting your time that way? Uh, Maybe it is your teacher bestie or other people popping into your room constantly. Is it students in your room? Are Are you allowing students to come into your room more often than they should during your prep? Now, I get it that that's sometimes the only time that you have to help kids. Well, then set like office hours, basically, when they can come in. Don't have it a free for all all the time. You guys, you get a prep. You deserve your prep. You need to be using that. 
not letting students come in your room all the time and either work or not work and bother you, whatever it is. Maybe it's the intercom coming on and code blues or, you know, calling kids down to the office. Or like I said, maybe it's email or maybe it's your own stinking phone and other uh, other things going off on your phone that should not be distracting you during your prep. So these are all external distractions that are most of the time completely preventable. So let's chat about my top three favorite ways to prevent these from continually popping up during your prep. Number one, stay in your room as much as possible. I, it was funny at the beginning of last year, I specifically remember this when I, I, I started out the year having first hour prep and I was not used to it. And so I was trying to get used to it. I was trying to figure out my schedule. So I, you know, I needed some copies made and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go the last like five minutes of my prep. Bad mistake because I ran into so many kids in the hallways doing things that they shouldn't have been doing. And then I had to deal with it. And I'm like, ah, this is not what I needed to do right now. So I made it a, for, this was like the first week of school. I made it a, like, I was like a hard and fast rule. Unless it is an absolute emergency, you do not leave your room during prep, Mrs. Johnson, because I would get distracted with all the kids in the hallway or the teachers or I'd get distracted in the mail room or I'd tack to the front office ladies. So I just made it that hard and fast rule. You don't leave during your prep because it totally pulls me away from what I need to be doing. If you do, if that is the only time you have to make copies or whatever, use like one or two of your planning periods each week to check your mail or to make copies. Don't do it every single day because it's going to eat up your time. So this means that you need to plan ahead, you guys. What days are you going to go do those things and then set a time limit for it so that you're not chatting your entire prep hour away in the break room, right? Like, okay, I have, I'm giving myself 10 minutes right now. As soon as I leave this room, I have 10 minutes. Look at the time or set a timer on your phone. If that timer goes off when you're in the break room, you better hustle your buns back to finish the rest of your prep out. Number two, lock your door. You guys, I walk by so many teachers' rooms that have their doors wide open during their prep. I do not know how they do it. I don't know if I have a little bit of like ADHD myself, but I can't sit in my room and see the hallway because it completely distracts me. I don't know how y'all are doing it, if that's you. So if you have people popping in and out of your room all prep period long, close that door lock it if you have to, put a sign out if you have to, turn out your lights if you have to. There is no reason why people need to be constantly coming into your room and interrupting your flow. Yes, you have a workflow. It is a thing. So, you know, when you are moving and grooving and you've got like, you're, you're doing really good. And then all of a sudden someone comes in and interrupts that it can take your brain a really long time to get back on track. Sometimes up to 23 minutes. Yep. I'm not even kidding you. So you go there it, that that 23 minute is out there in multiple multiple areas on Google. Go ahead and Google it if you want. 
So let's stop letting everyone come in and interrupt that precious work time that you have. So I know this may be harder said than done, especially if it's your teacher bestie coming in to chat. You may need to set that hard and fast boundary with them to make sure that you can get your work done. If this is an issue for you or if any of these things are an issue for you and you can't do it on your own. You're like, oh, I've tried this and it's not working. I want to remind you guys that Roberta and I are super good at coming up with a plan for you and being your accountability person. That And it's going to be easy to stick with this for your prep. So we are doing planning period productivity coaching sessions that are super short and to the point so that you can get what you need in 25 minutes with us. And yes, if your teacher bestie is that main issue and you don't know how to let them down gently, that's what we're here for. We can help you come up with like a script basically with a way to tell them that you love them, but you really do need to get your work done. So if you're ready for some planning period productivity, go to the link in the bio to book a call with us. Like I said, 20 short, 25 minute sessions. Uh, you get the first one, 25 minutes. That's us like kind of coming up with a strategy for you during your most distracted time of the day and coming up with a plan for you to get that work done instead of being distracted. And then the uh, the second 25 minute session is us uh, figuring out like, did this work? What do we need to tweak? What, what have you been holding up your end of the deal? Right? Cause that's why you're with us. You need some accountability. Have you been doing what we told you to do? <laughs> so, and we do it very lovingly and we are very good at it. So if you are super distracted and you're like, you guys, I've tried to do this on my own and I just need some help again, go to that link in our bio and get hooked up you guys this is no brainer right <laughs> you need to get your work done at work so you can stop thinking about it so you can be the best mom that you can be when you get home so you can be the best wife that you can be so you can focus on feeding your family healthy meals and spending quality time with them you don't need to be thinking about those things at work that you should not be thinking about when you go home all right tip number three last tip you guys if you do not have notifications turned off on your phone and your computer already and exited out of all tabs that are not needed, what have you been doing with your life, you guys? Like I said, email. I even, one of our episodes, it was a replay from last year and I was re-listening this year and I was like, yep, email is still my issue. So I'm going to make sure I check it and click out of it. Uh, if it's not yours, but maybe it's your phone or text or Facebook or Instagram pings, you guys, these, even during your outside your teacher day, these notifications should not be on. So if they are still on, on your phone, please right now, after this episode, I'm almost done. Take five minutes and go in and shut off all notifications. There's absolutely no reason why these notifications should be coming to your phone. Well, text messages, obviously, yes. But um, during your prep, you guys, you can turn you can turn on your do not disturb mode or during any work time that you have. 
Turn on your do not disturb mode so even like text messages and phone calls don't come through to distract you. Because again, if you get pulled away, it's going to take you 23 minutes to completely get refocused again. For most of you, that's halfway through your prep. So start getting in the habit of turning on the do not disturb mode when your planning period starts. You may even need to go as far as putting your phone as far away from you as possible if it's a big issue for you. A lot of you, it's it's not. Like it doesn't matter if your phone is there or not. But for some of you, if your phone is calling your name, you know, just like our kids in the classroom, their phone is in their pocket and they feel that buzz or they hear that ding, it pulls their distraction away or it, pu- it pu- sorry, it pulls their brains away and distracts them. Whether you as the teacher hear it or feel it or not, they're getting distracted. And so are you when your phone is going off like that. So, all right. I hope that these tips have given you some, I mean, like, hopefully you were able to pull something out of here for those of you that get completely distracted. And it's not probably every single prep that this is happening to you. There's probably, and I shouldn't say prep, I should say planning period, because most of us get like a before time a before school time and after school time and a during school time, most of us. So there's like three different times during the day. And it's probably not every single time that you're getting distracted. There's probably if you're if you have three planning periods like I do, uh, it's probably not all three of them that you're getting distracted like this. You're probably like really good and on point in the morning. And then by the end of the day, you're like, oh, after school time, I just, I can't focus at all. Like what, what do I do? Right? So I hope you can take these tips and, uh, use them, right? (laughs) Like, so we'll just recap really quick. So for internal struggles, you might want to focus on breathing or some meditating. You may want to use some journaling if something is really bothering you, or you might want to get out for a walk or a five to 10 minute like lifting or running session if you need to really get your heart rate up and get that energy out. For external distractions, lock your door, turn out the lights, put a sign out if you need to, Uh, stay in your room as much as possible. Don't go out and get distracted by everybody. And number three, turn off those notifications on your phone and on your computer, you guys. All right. I hope this was helpful for you all. And I hope you have a good rest of the week. This is coming out on a Monday. So hopefully this is a great one to get you guys focused and distraction free for your week. All right. See you guys on Thursday. Hey, Teacher Mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye!